together growing in faith changing communities in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit the grace and peace of our lord jesus christ the love of god the communion of the holy spirit be with you always today dear friends i would like us to reflect on the gospel of matthew chapter 18 verses 1 to 10. at that time the disciples came to jesus saying who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven and calling to him a child, he put him in the midst of them, and he said, Truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this child, he is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. See that you do not despise one of these little ones, for I tell you that in heaven their angels always behold the face of my Father who is in heaven. It's a beautiful reading and there are certain things that I feel are quite relevant in our lives. The first one, the disciples come up to Jesus and ask him an important question, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven the other way of asking the question or the other way of interpreting or assuming about the question is who is the greatest amongst us and these may be two different questions but the desire is to know who is the greatest you know we we come in and being influenced by a culture of being the best. The culture of competing in the world and making sure that you leave no stone unturned. The culture that says you must thrive to reach the top. And there's nothing wrong with that. But there's danger if that is all that there is if i'm only interested in winning if i'm only interested in being number one if i'm only interested in being the top when you get a chance i would like you to google a, a prayer a poem that was found in one of the old churches in the 18th century, if not the 17th century, it's called Desiderata. And it's one of the most beautiful poems I have seen and I have read. In this great poem, there are certain things that one can find. One may argue that this poem was written by an older person to a younger person, but also it may have been written by someone who's very much experienced about life. So this person writes and advise the person how they are to carry themselves as they go through life. But there are certain things that are important that the younger person or the inexperienced person ought to take into heart. 
And I, I want to go back to this concept of always wanting to be the best. In everything, try by all means to be on good terms with all people. Listen to others, even the dull and the ignorance. Avoid loud and aggressive persons. Yes, enjoy your achievements as well as your plans. Keep interested in your career, whatever it may be. But then in as much as you try to do that, to live with others, what the author also reminds us to think of, take kindly the counsel of the wise. Be gentle with yourself. You are the child of the universe. But he says something absolutely beautiful. That in life you will meet people who are greater than yourself. You will also meet people who are lesser than yourself. But in everything, be at peace with God, be at peace with yourself. That's the concept I want us to talk to as you read this beautiful poem. There's nothing wrong with striving to be the best. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be the best. But always know, I am because we are. We are because I am. We live in this beautiful world so that we can impact on each other. We can positively add value on each other. Then there's a second element that I also find absolutely important to consider. Sometimes some of us in striving to be the best, we put unnecessary pressure on ourselves. Unnecessary pressure on our children. And so there is no room for failure. There is no room for setbacks. There is no room for disappointments. There is no room for mistakes. But that's not how life is about and for someone who's never failed in life as they're growing up, they may struggle as adults how to deal with their own failures and how to deal with failures of other people. And so in trying to want to be the best, the greatest, I pray to God that he gives us a sense of failure so that we can like Paul, pray, I can do all things, not because I'm powerful, but through Christ, who is my strength. The second point that I also find absolutely beautiful is the example that Jesus does. He calls a child and puts the child in the midst of the disciples 
and he shows them a child as a mentor, as someone to look up to. If you want to be the greatest, be like this child. This is something contrary to the world. The world teaches us if you want to be the best, you must stand on people's shoulders. If you want to be the best, you must brush off things. If you want to be the best, you must push. If you want to be the best, you must dominate. If you want to be the best, you must make sure your power is felt. Jesus says no. If you want to be the greatest, be like a child. And so there are principles that children can teach us. And some of these principles are honesty. Children are most honest people I've seen. Humble, trusting, loving, accepting, and many more. Children are able to accept you for who you are. Children are able to work with you. Children are able to love and to forgive. Being number one means I must have a heart of gold. Being number one means I must be able to consider other people. Being number one means I must allow God to use me to enrich myself and those around me. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.